This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Keeping It 300, brought to you by Blue Wire. After taking a week off, we're back. I'm Fallon Smith. And on the other side of the mic, we have James Jones, who's actually been on a three-week hiatus. He's finally back. Thanks for joining us, James. You forget we had a podcast? What's up? What's going on? You know, people got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? People got stuff to do. Okay, well, actually, you were sick one week, okay? So I'll give you that. The other week, we had a scheduling conflict. And then last week, we were both busy. You can blame that on me. I was in New York. And then you were in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. Yeah. They had you working, man. How was that? They did. Sunday to Sunday, I was drained, super tired. It was cool. It was fun. I just learned not to go out with some of my teammates that I used to play with because they still like to stay out till 6 in the morning. <laughs> and they're in the off season because they're not playing in the Super Bowl. And they don't got to wake up at 9 in the morning for no interviews and, you know, to be on TV. So I learned that. Uh, very early in the week, um, but it drained me. I was out till six in the morning, and then I had to wake up at for an eight o'clock interview with Adam Thielen. So I was dead tired, and uh, it just rolled all the way in from Sunday to Sunday. So when I got home Sunday, I just slept all day, and I'm, when I say all day, I mean twenty four good hours. Yeah, you're too old for that. You ain't about that life anymore, huh? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I can't do it no more. You know, I'm usually in bed watching some TV, some basketball or something at about 7, 8 o'clock, just chilling. I, I can't hang with the big dogs no more, man. I thought I could. <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm the same way, but I, I can't do it like that in uh, Atlanta. I'd be in my bed. Oh, you are you are a night owl. You are up yes, 24 not... <laughs> 7. It'd be 5 o'clock in the morning. You'd be studying, watching baseball, basketball, track and field, if that's even all right now. You'd be on everything. Okay, but the thing is, that's actually for a purpose. I'm not out and about and drinking till 6 in the morning. Oh, so you just. So you just going to put the drinking on me. Who said I was drinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you weren't drinking? So you weren't drinking, no, James? No, I had a couple cocktails. But, hey, I mean, I'm saying I didn't mention that part. You just assumed I was a drinker. Oh, it's all uh, good. I, I think what you think of me. It's all good. Actually, you didn't start drinking until, like, your 20s. Right? The first time I had a sip of alcohol was when I got drafted, draft night. That's the first time I've had ever in my life had a sip of alcohol. That's crazy. Well, you're better than me, but <laughs> I was a bad influence in high school. But you would never, uh, you would never Ooh, go wait, through mom, with it. Does moms and pops know that? Do they listen to the podcast? Yeah, do they, they know do. You're drinking, okay. Trust me, they know show. everything. They know everything. They I got know. in trouble. I got in trouble a lot. I was grounded a lot. That's why you didn't see me out a lot. <laughs> yeah, just check. Anyway, so now that football season is over, though, um, do you get to spend more time in Arizona, or do you still have to do shows for the NFL Network, you know, leading up to the draft and free agency? Well, you know the good thing about the network. So I signed a deal, a a three-year deal with the network, and I I 
Uh, my deal is 100 shows a year. I owe them 100 shows a year. Mm. So they worked me like a dog this year. So the last Sunday of Super Bowl was my 100th show. Oh, really? And my contract does not renew until uh, July 1. So does that mean you're done? Or you? They'll pull you in and pay you a little extra, right? Uh, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm big chilling right now, you know. So, which means you have no excuse to give me an hour a week. You have no excuse to give me an hour a week. I got all the excuses, man. I'm I'm trying to get 10 pounds off me. I'm trying to work out and all that good stuff. You know, I have unnecessary errands I have to run and all this stuff, you know. You have children. You have children. Please tell people that. Yeah, two two (laughs) little baby kids. So, you know, they need... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All they care about is daddy, you know, so it's 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 all good. But. Okay. Well, uh, we were hoping to get this episode out on Tuesday. Obviously, we did not. <laughs> so we could discuss, you know, the Super Bowl, aftermath, etc. But it's uh, been almost a week, and there are so many other crazy things happening in the world of sports, especially in the NBA. So we're going to dive into that coming up. Plus, we're going to discuss The Bachelor Yes, The Bachelor on ABC. I know James does not want to do that, but he has no choice. Uh, And uh, why are we talking about The Bachelor, you ask? Because Colton Underwood, a former Raiders player, he's The Bachelor. Yes, and I have a few questions that I want to ask you about. Hey, and I wonder wonder how he got that gig, man. Because he got uh, dumped on The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. So they just said, okay, we're going to find you somebody. You're just going to be the bachelor. Exactly. So it won't happen to you twice. Okay, I feel it. So it was pretty cool. But anyways, uh, but first, there are a couple football-related things I do want to get out of the way. And I know, like I said, the Super Bowl was a week away, but I have to just say this, and it pains me to say this, but if it wasn't official already, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are the greatest quarterback and coach of all time. Right, James? Are you with me on that? No. Oh, you're not. So who, no, who's no. the greatest quarterback and coach of all time then? Tom, well, the only thing I'm going to say is Tom Brady's not the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Is he the most accomplished? Sure. Okay. Greatest? Greatest? No. He's not the greatest I've ever seen. So Who's the greatest you you've ever know seen? Which, you already know which way I'm going on that. Okay, I know. Um, so, <laughs> but yes, most accomplished. Do I respect Tom? Absolutely. I've been to one Super Bowl, and I know how hard it was to get to that one Super Bowl. Should have been to a couple more, but like I said, it's extremely hard to get to those Super Bowls. For him to get to nine Super Bowls, him and Belichick, and win six of those things, that's unbelievable. Much props, much respect. Most accomplished? Absolutely. Greatest I've ever seen? No. So are you going to say your man Aaron Rodgers? Are we saying Brett Favre? Who are we saying? Um, we're saying Aaron Rodgers, but, um, <laughs> I knew but um, you know, it's, you know, I probably could, could put a couple guys in there that could compete with him for that. But most accomplished, I don't want to take away nothing from Tom Brady. Um, you know, most accomplished, absolutely, man. Just like I said, nine Super Bowls, uh, that, is, that is ridiculous. See, I only disagree with you because accomplished also means greatness, in my opinion. Nope. No, I mean, nope. okay, well, that's fine. We could we could argue that. That is totally fine. I feel that the I'm conversation— just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, that's like, that's like saying LeBron James has been to more finals than Michael Jordan. He's not better than Mike. Mike been to 6-1-6 six, six. just because he's been to more. Okay. I mean— 
You know, yeah, he might be more accomplished than Mike in that area, but he ain't better. He ain't greater than Mike. Now, LeBron James is the greatest of this generation. Mike was oh, the I, I understand that, but yes. greatest of all time? No. Okay. You said greatest of all time. I think in Florida. Okay. Well, here's why, though. The, but here's why. Here's why. <laughs> no, no, no. But now let me tell you why. Okay, because a lot of people say, well, you know, Joe Montana was 4-0 in Super Bowl appearances. So, you know, he never yeah, lost the Super Bowl. I get that. Yeah. Okay, I also get that. But I think the conversation still ends at six Super Bowls. I mean, six Super Bowl titles, period, because, okay, they've won all of the franchise's six Super Bowls, right? And they've done it in a 17-year span. The Steelers, who used to lead the league in Super Bowl titles until the season, they have won six as a franchise, but that's dating back to their first in 1974 when freaking Tom Brady was not even born yet i understand everything you're saying that's why i say most accomplished him and bill belichick absolutely now do i think bill is the greatest coach of all time yes because bill takes people that a lot of us never even heard of Mm. and he has former raiders by the way former raiders too (laughs) yeah he has he has them playing at a high level yeah and it's they just won the super bowl and you still could probably name three guys on his defense and they just held one of the league's best offenses to three points Bill Belichick, he is a special mind. He is a great coach, the greatest of all time. As for Tom Brady, most accomplished, absolutely. Best I've seen, no. Best of all time, no. Most accomplished, yes. Mm, okay, so the just thing like is- just like Emma Smith, you know, way more rushing yards and all these um, stats, more Super Bowls. I will not take him over Barry Sanders ever. Mm, okay. I mean, that's a good, you have a good point. You have a good point right there. <laughs> but the thing is, like, Bill Belichick, you're saying that he's the greatest coach of all time, but also, like, Tom Brady has to execute, right? And Tom Brady makes the players around him better. Yeah, but Tom Brady doesn't play defense neither. Okay, that's like, also true, though. You know, if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady sucked in the Super he Bowl. He did, he did. No, you're right. You're right, he did. And Bill Belichick's defense held them boys to three points. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't want to take nothing away from Tom. Tom is great. But... At the same time, he's with the greatest coach of all time. Is Tom the most accomplished? Absolutely. But the greatest? No. And that's just my opinion. People will argue with me 24-7. Yeah, I know. And I just and want- that's fine. <laughs> you know what? I was actually on the fence with this, and the only reason why I went the other way is because I know you were going to argue the other way because I've already heard yeah. you say that he's not the greatest of all time. Oh. So oh. anyway, I was just trying to argue against you. It's all good. You know, it's all in fun. Um, but anyways, moving on from that, uh, the last football related topic I wanted to discuss aside from the bachelor, of course, uh, is uh, where in the heck are the Raiders going to play for the 2019 season? Now, everybody was up in arms, including myself, when news broke that the Raiders in San Francisco or the San Francisco Giants reached an agreement for the Raiders to play at Oracle Park. All you guys know it as uh, AT&T Park. Got to get used to that. But anyways, Oracle Park in San Francisco. And that news was premature because the 49ers, as you know, James, have territorial rights in San Francisco. So they have to approve it, and so does the NFL. And the 49ers are not going to waive their territorial rights. And what really pulled the deal off the table was when the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, spoke out on Tuesday And she said she doesn't want the Raiders in San Francisco. So that apparently was a nail in the coffin for that deal. So now it's the Coliseum or Levi Stadium for the Raiders. I want to get your thoughts first. Where do you want to see them play? And where do you think they're going to play? Well, first off, I'm going to start off by saying this. If they have to play on a baseball diamond, (laughs) it might as well be the Coliseum. Exactly. 
you know, why move and go play on another baseball stadium, uh, baseball field in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. All our players have their homes and all that close to the facilities right there in Oakland. If you're going to play on a baseball field, then play right there at the Coliseum. Now, I could see if you were going to a football field and they're like, okay, we're going to play at Cal. Are we going to play somewhere else, you know, Levi's? Are we going to a football field? Okay, yeah, we could drive down there, whatever. But if we're going to play on another baseball diamond, just keep us at the same one. You ain't got to keep us and move us to San Francisco to play on no baseball diamond. <laughs> and, it's, and it's ridiculous that we got to play on a baseball diamond anyway. <laughs> and it's 2019. People don't understand that baseball diamond is, oh, my goodness, it, it, it tears you up. Yeah, you played on it for a year, so. And I told D.C., you throw a ball in this dirt right here, sir, I'm just going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you better get the ball up when we on. I come across on this end round this dirt. You better get the ball up, DC, because I I ain't taking all the skin. I ain't taking all the skin off my arms going down on this dirt now, man. It's it's, it's different. Oh my god, that is freaking too funny. Well, obviously though, I would love to see them play at the Coliseum for one more year, you know. But the city of Oakland is suing the Raiders, so I don't know how that's going to work. So instead of a standoff, I'm going to call it a pride-off for Mark Davis because he doesn't want to do a deal with the city that is suing him, but he also doesn't want to be, you know, the, the little brother in Levi Stadium. And, you know, before Al Davis died, he refused to share that stadium with the 49ers. So if I was Mark, I would just suck it up, put my pride aside, and agree to play at Levi Stadium. You know, if you want to stick it to the city of Oakland and have a place to play before you go to Las Vegas, that's exactly what you do. And don't forget, Levi's was built to house two teams. So so it will definitely work. And then, you know, as you said, they don't have to play on a freaking baseball diamond. So I think it should be Levi's. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I know the players will love that, man, just to you still be able to stay at your own place that you have, practice at the practice facility, and on Sundays or Mondays or Thursday night, just drive up and be able to not have to worry about going out there testing the dirt out, <laughs> seeing how soft the dirt is and all that you already know. Ain't no dirt. We got us a nice football stadium, man, for our families and everybody to come watch. Have you talked to any of the players, though, about their thoughts of where they're playing in 2019? Um, I haven't. And, I mean, I've kind of, you know, asked a couple of questions. But, shoot, they they don't know more than me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get <laughs> it. You know, so so they, they have no clue neither. Every time I talk, what's going on, man? Where are we play? they like, man, shoot, I have no clue. they like, man, I done heard we going to San Diego. I done heard we playing at the baseball diamond in San Francisco. I heard Levi's. I heard back to the Coliseum. They were like, man, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Okay, well, I hope there's a resolution soon. There obviously needs to be for scheduling purposes. But um, enough about football. Let's talk about our first love, James, and that is hoops, as you know. Well, so it's Kevin Durant versus the media these days. Um, And after their 39-point win over the Spurs last night, FYI, we're taping this on a Thursday night. So on Wednesday night, after that win, Kevin Durant spoke to the media for the first time in nine days. And it didn't go so well. So take a listen to this. I have nothing to do with the Knicks. I don't know who traded Porzingis. They got nothing to do with me. I'm trying to play basketball. Y'all come here every day, ask me about free agency, ask my teammates, my coaches, rile up the fans about it. Y'all let us play basketball. That's all I'm saying. And now when I don't want to talk to y'all, it's a problem with me. Come on, man. Grow up. 
<laughs> grow up. Yeah, you grow up. Come on, bro. I come in here and go to work every day. I don't cause no problems. I play the right way. Well, I try to play the right way. I try to be the best player I can be every possession. What's the problem? What am I doing to y'all? We're talking. We're talking. So, who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Tell me. Is that, is that going to help me do my job better? Nah, bro. I didn't feel like talking. I just don't trust none of y'all. Every time I say something, it get twisted up and thrown out in so many different publications. Try to tear me down with my words that I say. So when I don't say nothing, it's a problem. I just want to play ball. I want to go to the gym and go home. That's all. Is that a problem? All right, then. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I don't know if you heard that uh, today or if that's the first time you're hearing that. Um, the one thing I do find funny is that he told the media to grow up, right? Yeah, that was that was probably the funniest part before you get going because <laughs> you, you, you can't see it, but he said, y'all need to grow up. And then you could tell he looked at somebody and said, yeah, you. <laughs> the thing is, he was talking about Ethan Strauss, who I actually love, but um, and I'm trying to get it on this podcast, oh, by the way. Man. But the reason why I found that funny is maybe not the same reason why you found it funny, because in my opinion, I feel that's laughable for someone who is 30 years old, who argues with teenagers on Twitter and was also caught with a burner account. And he told the media to grow up. So in my opinion, that's funny because Kevin Durant needs to grow up. <laughs> As athletes, sometimes you get fed up um, yeah. with the media. And you you want to get mad, but he needs to understand that everything the media is doing, that's their job. Like, that's their job to ask you every day about free agency. Are you going to be a warrior next year? Are you going to go to the Knicks? Mm-hmm. Is it annoying? Absolutely. You know, you're tired of answering these questions. You, you, you're you tired of it. You know what I mean? You're tired of putting them in, in, in rumors, your name in rumors about, oh, Pazingas is gone and, you know, I'm going to the Knicks. I had something. To, you're tired of that. I understand all that, but you've got to understand. And KD knows it. Mm-hmm. Listen. That is their job as the media. They want to get the best story they possibly can. They want to get people to read their stuff, you know, all that. And KD understands that. But sometimes, as an athlete, you get up there and you're like, I'm just tired of all this. And that's why they tell you before you get up there and go talk, just take a couple deep breaths. <laughs> get, your, get your thoughts together and all that type of stuff. If it's a question you don't like or don't want to answer, just say no comment. You know what I'm saying? Because now, if he does anything out of the ordinary, oh, the reporter's going to be on him because they're going to remember all yeah. that. But, yes, as athletes, I, I do understand. Sometimes you just get frustrated of, of asking the same, answering the same question. You know, and I mean, and I mean, and I'm not as big as KD, but when my first time when I was a free agent in Green Bay, I got it every day. What do you got, man? I'm tired. All right, I don't know. They ain't signed me yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ain't signed me yet, so I don't know. So at one point, you know, they kept on pounding and pounding and pounding, and I just was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is that what y'all want to hear to stop asking me the question? I don't want to be here, okay? I can't wait till free agency c- comes along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at some time, you just, you, I mean, when they keep pounding, it, I'm telling you, 
You're just like, man, I'm tired of it. So I get where you're coming from. But I was laughing at it because he truly sounds like he's talking to his wife or something. I just want to play basketball. <laughs> I just want to play basketball. Like, why are you over here messing with me? Why are you asking me all these questions? I just want to play basketball. I mean, that's the love-hate relationship, man. The love-hate oh, relationship with man. the media. I guess it's kind of like a marriage. Yeah, but it's great. Okay, so I'm a member of the media, obviously. So I understand, though, both sides. Kevin, I'm right with you. Yeah, Kevin Durant, <laughs> he's human. He's allowed yeah. to have these emotions. Yeah. But I have never, ever seen a more soft and sensitive superstar Ooh. in my lifetime. You know, you know, athletes don't like that soft word. I don't care. I don't care. He, that that right. is facts. He's soft. Because, look, well, we again, know, we hold know, on. We know, he's not, we know he's not coming on the podcast. No, nah, he ain't never coming on the podcast. <laughs> and it's okay. He don't got to. But he's already been on Bill Simmons' podcast and, and basically expressed his hate towards everything and everybody but anyways um he's human okay i get it uh but you get paid millions of dollars to play basketball and part of that is also talking to the media so when you have a burner account you have a blow up like he did with draymond green earlier in the season and you coincidentally stop talking to the media after the porzingis trade you're just adding fuel to the fire and I understand his frustration because, yes, as you mentioned, he's been asked about free agency since the season began. At the same time, though, you signed a short-term contract with the Warriors. You're on the best team and most popular team in the NBA. And, again, you have a heated public exchange with one of your teammates, and you don't talk to the media for nine days. It's really not something that the media has just made up. He's the one that's feeding them and feeding the fans content. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely agree. But at the same time, just be like he said, just because it's one or two days where he feel like, dang, I don't feel like talking. To nine days, nine days. I don't feel like talking to the media. They automatically assume that, you know, shoot, he has something to do with the Pazingas trade and all that. And I mean, listen, that that could get that could get annoying. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. And you know, shoot, if you keep hearing it and all that and you know you haven't had anything or nothing to do with that, it's like, man, listen, watch when I get up there in the stand, man. I'm <laughs> going to tell these people how, how, how I feel. And that right there, when you start thinking like that, that's when you should just say, KD, take a deep breath, brother, another one. <laughs> you know? you should have seen how it ended. Just, Did you see how it ended? Just, no, I didn't. I didn't even watch it. I, you playing it right there is the first time oh. I listened to it. I, that's why I was laughing so hard because I'm like, man, this boy KD fed up because I've been there. No, I get it. I've been there. Well, it's funny you know because um, Tim Kawakami uh, was like, okay, fine, you don't want to talk about this, so I'll ask how, how you guys played, right? Yeah. And he goes, man, I'm done. You know you don't care about that and got up and left. <laughs> mm. Oh, are you playing? How's the team playing in the last I, couple weeks? I'm done. You know you don't care about that. I just asked you. Yeah, see, he just fed up. I mean, I'm telling you, like I said, I've been there. Like, I would come after practice and, you know, be one of the last ones in after catching balls and you walk into the locker room and, you know, Aaron Rodgers is in there. Greg Jennings is in there. Jordy's in there. And there's 100 people around your locker because you about to come up for free agency. You're like, oh, my goodness. As you're walking up, sometimes I just start the conversation like, what do you, what? <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't want to talk to Jordy? <laughs> like, y'all don't want to talk to Gray? Like, what? And they're like, James, what's going to happen? Any tall agent? I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, stop asking me about that. Now, if you're going to ask me about the Detroit Lions we play this week, bring it. I mean, it sucks, though, James, to be honest, because I'm obviously on the other side of things. And you now are on, you know, the dark side, as I like to call the media. And you know sometimes you kind of – it's your job. Like, you just have to do your job. And no question. And that's why I'm saying, like, and KD has to understand that. Now, I've never been on – I was never on the side, and KD has never been on this side. So, like I yeah. said, it can get it can get irritating. But now me being on this side – and even when I played, I knew it, but you just irritated with it. But now being <laughs> – on this side it's like man I know why I mean if they get that story or get KD to say anything you know what I'm saying like geez they they the stars mm-hmm. you know if Fallon Smith writes a story yeah I've been asking KD this question for three months now he finally broke down and said yep I told him to trade for Zingas because yeah. I'm going for that you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. like you a star so yeah. you know you got that he got to understand that but all right. It's tough. It's it's annoying at times. It is. It's also annoying being a, me- a media member and having to ask all those questions because guess what? Yeah. Your boss is like, I need to know this. This is the top story. You got to ask it. Exactly. But but and that's the same thing. You know, when being being in this business, that's what they try to get me to do, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I will not ask that because I've been an athlete before, and I know once I ask this question, he's going in defense mode. Whoever the player is. Yeah. They're going into a shell. Now they really going to not talk to me like I'm a player. They're going to talk to me like I'm a media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I always go into a, like, you know, ask maybe a joke or something. Or, you know what I mean? Ask something funny or something just to soften them up. And then I may try to try to get, get a good question in there. But if I open it up off the top, so, uh, Greg, um, you know, why – why are you so sorry? Why did you drop that pass? He like, oh, hold okay. You know what I'm saying? So now all the other questions after that is like, dude, I ain't talking to this dude. Relationship so tarnished. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Well, moving on from that, um, the all-star rosters are complete now for the 2019 NBA all-star game. I know. I watched. Did you watch the draft? Yeah, well, actually, not all of it, just bits and pieces. I was doing something while it was on. So my thing is, is what do you think of? Uh, I, I can't even pronounce my man's name. The Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Giannis the Antetokounmpo. Greek freaks. I'm just gonna call him the Greek freak. What do you think about his uh his team? I don't I don't like it as much as I'd like Team LeBron. It stinks. So for the people <laughs> out there that don't know, um, obviously, so Team LeBron, Team Giannis, they draft their own players. It's no longer East and West anymore because they're the top two vote getters. Now LeBron James got to draft first because he was the number one go- vote getter. So he gets Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kawhi Leonard. Those are the starters. But but before my thing is, is it's, it, I'm I'm not saying this team stinks because it's full of all stars. But yeah, exactly. Like he takes he takes Steph Curry. Okay. And he takes Joel Embiid yeah. for his first two picks. Yes. And then James Harden is sitting right there. I know. <laughs> and I don't even remember who he took. Uh, Paul George. Paul, he took PG. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say another pick went on, and and James Harden still there. Man, James Harden was LeBron James' last pick as a starter. Was it? 
I thought it was Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Really? Mm, okay, maybe no, I'm wrong. No, Kawhi was before James Harden. Oh, well, then I'm wrong. But it's because I didn't watch the whole thing. I only saw snippets, and then I saw the final roster, and it put it in the order that I was just reading to you. But so LeBron has, okay, starting five. LeBron, Durant, Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard. And then, oh my God. And then Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Ben Simmons, Dame Lillard, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Those are some notable oh reserves. My, oh my then goodness. you have Team Giannis. It's Giannis, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul uh, George, Kemba Walker, and then the notable reserves, Blake Griffin and Russell Westbrook. That team is getting destroyed. LeBron is going to destroy Giannis's team. Man, I'm telling you, I did not know what Giannis was doing. And then his first pick, and I understand he's on your team, but his first pick in the reserves was Middleton. I know. I'm just telling you right now. Hold I'm you saying, watched the whole thing. You were not playing. You really watched the whole thing. I'm I'm saying like this, Derek Carr. I see you on the bench, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I ain't gonna pick you right now, brother, teammate or not. I am going with Dan Marino. Okay, <laughs> exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, yeah. come on. All these other dudes yeah. on there. I understand he's your teammate, man. But come on, man. Trust me, he's going to be there. LeBron's not going to pick him. He's going to be there next. But here's the thing. Uh, who cares? down the line, but who ca- I mean, at the same time, there's not going to be any defense. It's going to be like 150 to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't even matter. The All-Star game is so dumb <laughs> for the NBA because it's just a, basically a whole, a whole game of showboating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like – it doesn't really matter who wins. But as far as talent-wise, yeah, Team LeBron is stacked compared to Team Giannis. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm just saying, I mean, as a draft, don't – listen, we're all if, – if your family play my family in kickball, mm-hmm. you better believe it's going to be competitive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, it's probably going to be some people out there yelling and cussing and all that. He missed the base. It's going to be all that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Giannis, this is still competitive, man. Like, I, I felt like he didn't draft like this game was going to be competitive. Well, Steph I'm like, Curry and, and Joel Embiid, I mean, those are bad. But then after yeah, those that. Yeah, those, those are two good picks. But after that, you're like, oh, my God. Because Team LeBron has two of the best players in the world. Which is LeBron and KD, and I and I love PG, but I just feel like the way everything going right now, how can you take PG over Harden? Oh no, right that's now? what I'm saying. Especially uh-uh. in the All Star game, oh, no. you know what I mean? Like you know, James Harden gonna get buckets. Well, yeah, <laughs> he sure you know? is. But that's why I like Look. Team LeBron though, because you have two of the best players in the world, like I said, in LeBron and KD, and then Kyrie's on the team, and you know he matches up well with Steph Curry. We see a lot, saw that in the finals, and then you have freaking. James Harden, like what? Yeah. And then Kawhi Leonard's quiet little self. And then they made a then they made a trade at the end, and they they traded LeBron. LeBron traded Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons because because uh, Giannis did have Ben Simmons, but he traded him at the end to uh, to LeBron for um, for Ben Russell for Ben. Yeah, I did not even. Oh, I did know that actually because I did say that, but I didn't watch the whole thing like you. See, look at you. You are you are a hoops fan. Everybody? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm telling you, man. You know, that's my first love. I still feel like I could play for the Lakers right now. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of the Lakers, the trade deadline, as we know, has come and gone. <laughs> and the Lakers did not acquire Anthony Davis from the Pelicans. So when LeBron drafted Anthony Davis, check this out, y'all. So I'm going to play this real quick. Let's pick in the second round. I'm going with Anthony Davis. You sure you want him to be your teammate? 
I don't know. I'm very sure of that. Isn't that tempering? That was actually really dang funny. Yeah, that was good. But what the heck is happening with the Lakers, man? LeBron has ostracized himself from the team. You know, like, didn't you see the picture from uh, a couple games ago when he was at the end of the bench and then nobody was sitting next to him? I think there were three empty seats until the next teammate. And then during a timeout, he remained on the bench like by himself looking at his fingernails where everybody else was in the freaking huddle. I mean, it's a mess over there. Now it's even going to be more awkward because they didn't get Anthony Davis. And now the players, you know, that were discussed in the trade are still on the team. Like, how do you come to work every day and be like, okay, everything's all good now, when it's not? you got to understand it's a business. And I'm sure all the players know that. Even when you hear a lot of their comments, they're like, man, we hear everything that's going on out there. We see who's on the trade block and who they giving up and all that. But at the end of the day, it's a business. You know Magic Johnson told LeBron when he came over here, number one, when LeBron came over, this became his team. Number two, you better believe for him to come over here, Magic told him, look, I'm going to get you some guys in here. You know, so whatever I got to do, LeBron, I'm going to get you some players in here. So Anthony Davis on the table, you better believe some people got to go if we go, if we got to get them. But at the end of the day, you got to understand this is a business. It don't necessarily mean you ain't no good basketball player. You keep doing what you're doing. But you. But it didn't happen. So what now? It didn't happen. I mean, shoot, everything go back to the same. You don't lose no love for LeBron. You know, LeBron ain't the GM and all. You don't lose no love for him. Like you say, it's it's part of the business. You know teams is trying to keep up with the Warriors and win championships. Yep. You know, so at the end of the day, it's a business. It ain't no it ain't no love lost. I think I like the Bucks and the Sixers. I think they won their trades. But, um, oh, yeah, they're yeah. going to be good, especially the Bucks. But, okay, so hold on. I want to say this because it has to do with some starting lineups and people drafting, sort of. Uh I know you still play from time to time, and today, uh, Derek Carr played you. He played you. Yeah, he, he played you. Yeah, I've seen it. So the Checkdown tweeted out, if NFL players had a hoop against the Lakers, who would you suit up? So Derek Carr at point guard said himself, shooting guard said Amari Cooper, small forward Devontae Adams, power forward Latavius Murray, center Khalil Mack, I love that one, sixth man Rod Streeter. Player slash coach James Jones. <laughs> so, yeah. so I tweeted, "Dang yeah. DC, James couldn't make the starting five? Yeah, the crazy thing about it is I'm better than all them dudes on this. Oh, uh, okay. Well, anyways, he replied, "I was looking out. He doesn't need those minutes anymore." <laughs> and that's true because you are an old man. You gotta, you gotta realize they still play football. All I do is play basketball. So he day. was saying he was that's wrong it. for that. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's all I do is shoot jumpers. And I played with Rod Streeter before. He, you know, he can't he can't even use the same towel as me. Oh. You know. That, you know, he he can't his 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 Gatorade don't even got sugar in it oh. like mine does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shots fired. No, I'm just playing. Rod Rod's my dude. I'm just playing. No, me DC and Rod used to play at the 24 all the time. Rod got Rod got hops now. You know, okay, none of them shoot with me. You know what I'm saying? Even Devontae Adams. You know, when we used to train together in Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? And he'll tell you himself. You know what I mean? He can't shoot with me. You know what I'm saying? What about but, Khalil? I've never seen Khalil play. All I know is I seen him dribbling in that Chicago Bulls basketball uniform, and he looked terrible. 
actually was going to say that, but I didn't want to hate. I didn't want to hate. Yes, oh, he does, it doesn't it look right. It ain't hate. It's keeping it tree hunting. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, but, it didn't look right. It didn't look right. But when I was with the Warriors, I always used to, I mean, with the Warriors. When I was with the Raiders. <laughs> in your dreams. Got me in my basketball mode. <laughs> when, I was with the, when I was with the Raiders, I always just tell DC, give Booby the ball, man. So I, you see, I tweeted back yeah, at you, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Your team going to lose without Booby, <laughs> for sure. But I was going to tweet out my starting five, but I never did it. Why? Because you suck at Twitter, as we all know. But go ahead. Yes. But my starting five go ahead. would be at point guard, mm-hmm. it would be Greg Jennings. Ooh. At shooting guard, it would be Tremont Williams. Oh, okay. At small forward, it will be Devontae Adams. At power forward, it will be James Jones. <laughs> At center, it will be Jermichael Finley. Oh, that's actually a good one. That's a really good one. Player slash coach will be Aaron Rodgers just because he thinks he got jump shot. <laughs> and my sixth man will be Desmond Bishop. Oh, that's actually a good one, too. But you got all these and old, old people my over here. team, I <laughs> promise you, my team We'll take the Warriors to OT. Oh God! Okay, so now you just really on crack, like really. I'm, just, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you no. over time. Okay, here we come. But that is maybe that, the Lakers. That's that's, that's that's a that's a very talented roster right oh, there that, that a, people really an aging play. roster, by the way. Don't no. forget to mention that an aging roster. No, a lot of a lot of them do still young, man. In basketball years, we in our prime time. Thirty? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this ain't football years. Yeah, but you still you're not in basketball shape, James. Stop trying to give yourself so much credit. I'm trying to tell you. Do you listen to what I'm saying? <laughs> I play almost every day. You, you still try to get those ten pounds off? Man, I play almost every day, man. And I and I'm telling you, I started to put Kurt Warner in there because we play. We play all the time with Kurt Warner, and Kurt Warner literally, Kurt Warner has game. The first time I, I, he invited me over to play, he was like, J.J., we was at the network, he was like, J.J., you play basketball? And I'm thinking in my head, like, what are you asking me if I play basketball for, like, he could play? But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I play basketball, man. I said, shoot, man, I'm, I'm something like Kobe. Oh, God. And he said, man, well, we play um, at my house, man, come over. So I go to his house. He got a gym at his house and all that. So I go to his house, and he got dudes in there, six, seven, six. A lot of them played overseas and all that. So I come in there, and I'm like, dang, these boys big. You know, they handling the rock and all that. So... You know, this is my first time they pick teams and all that. And um, we, so I'm I'm not on Kurt's team. So they doing like, hey, I got him, you got him. They say, JJ, you go to Kurt. You got Kurt. And I said, all right. In my head, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm the new school kid. They want to put me on old school because they don't think I could play and guard <laughs> these youngsters out here. Right? So I said, all good. I said, all good. Kurt got the ball. Man, he hit a fadeaway on me, and like he was calm alone. <laughs> and I said, and I said, hold on. And then the next time he came and gave me a little crossover and stepped back like he was James Harden. Oh my gosh, shut up! And I right. said, hold I need, on. I need video man. evidence. I need video I'm evidence. I'm trying. Hey, listen. I'm trying to. This is keeping it 300. I'm trying to tell you. I said, hold on, man. And he was trying to go to. So I said, all right. I got to play that Dennis Rodman defense because he he ain't gonna keep doing this. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. 
But no, he really can play though. It was good stuff though. But yeah, my team will destroy any. any I mean, you can't team. put me out shooting guard. Let's. I mean, let's be real. I still got it. I still got it. Uh, you can, but you know, I you, they they probably gonna they probably gonna just body you up or blow by you. You know what I'm saying? So I got I, got, I ain't seen you play in a minute. Have so you I seen my you guns know. lately? Oh, let me show. Actually, yeah. let me show you. <laughs> let me show you some video. No, I'm just kidding. Cause I can't. Yeah. I don't play against anybody like you. I actually really. Just go to Mizzou, um, their practice court when it's empty, and put up shots by myself and pretend yeah. I'm playing somebody and I'm not playing nobody. There you go. Yeah, keep, the, <laughs> keep, the, keep, uh, keep the jumper wet. You good. I still got a wetter, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's move on now. Oh, man. But I really don't got it like I used to, man. I, oh, man. Getting old up there, 34 years old. It's rough these days. Oh, please. But anyways, um, do you binge watch TV shows at all? No. You don't you don't really watch a lot of TV? Only thing I watch is Martin. Oh yeah. And uh some comedy movies. Oh nice. And some Jamie Jamie Foxx and all that. Remember in high school we would watch Jamie Foxx, I might need security yep. and Martin That's Lawrence, you so crazy. Yeah. Those stand up shows. Yeah. Those were our two jams I'm back in you, high man, school. And I still watch them. I watch all that. All I watch is comedy. Try to laugh. Yeah, good for you. Not me. I watch dumb stuff like The Bachelor. Okay. <laughs> Since the Super Bowl ended, I binge watched five episodes. And by the way, they're two hours per episode. I can't believe I did that. Don't judge me. And I have some questions. So, do you know who Colton Underwood is? Uh, 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 no. Uh, 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 no. Okay, so he was on the Raiders practice squad. I think it was when you left. And then um, I think he was there in 2015 and then got cut in 2016. And then he had a cup of coffee with some other teams, but he has never made a 53-man roster. And, of course, on The Bachelor, they have him as former NFL player. Yeah. You know, but he never – anyways, I'm over here hating. At least he was, you know, trying. But anyways – yeah. So his thing is, his story is, he claims that he's a virgin, okay, which I think is awesome, so I'm not hating on that. Not hating. Yeah. However, I don't like his reason behind it, because he didn't say, oh, it's because I'm a Christian and I'm waiting for marriage. He said, because he put football first and didn't really have the time. Like, it just never happened or something. Um I don't know. Anyways, he said he's not waiting for marriage. He's just saving it for someone he loves. And he says over the years, he lied in locker rooms about his quote unquote conquests because he was embarrassed. So being a former athlete and in a locker room, do you think that there is pressure for some guys to talk about their conquests to make them look cooler like Colton did? No doubt about it. I mean, shoot, you got to, I mean, especially in training camp, it's a hundred guys in there. You think if one of the, we knew one of the guys was a virgin that we wouldn't like tease him and all that type stuff. I mean, why would you tease him though? Why would you tease him? Not tease him, but just, I mean, it would just, you know, you just joke with him on all that type stuff. And listen, it's good. Like, we had teammates on there that we played with that, you know, been married to one girl and you knew her since they was very young and all that. And, you know, shoot, they got married at a young age and, you know, they lost their virginity to their wife and all that. And we just used to joke with them all the time, like, look, don't try nothing else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make sure you, you know, only stay with the wife. But, I mean, joking, but, I mean, yes. It's, I'm sure it's some guys in their prayer pressure that don't want, they do not want to say, like, okay, I'm a virgin or, or this and that, just because they feel like guys will be like, 
you know, crack jokes. I mean, shoot, we still going to be your homeboy, no doubt about it. But, I mean, we're going to probably bring it up every now and then. Exactly, exactly, and all in fun. But for him, he said that he felt like he had to lie, which I think is so sad. And I do believe him, though, because if he wasn't, girls would be coming out of the woodworks to get their 15 minutes of fame. Like, you know what I mean? Because he's been all over the place. Yeah, and, then, and, and, then, and then again, like I said, he ain't have to lie. I mean, shoot, like, I mean, shoot, we'll, we'll, we'll joke with you every now and then, but it ain't like, oh, man, every day morning we see you, we like, oh, that's the dude right there. That's <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you still one of us. You still one of the guys and all that. I mean, shoot, we may joke with you every now and then, but, I mean, it ain't nothing like that. You ain't got to lie about it. Well, you're not going to be surprised by this at all because you know me, <laughs> but the funny thing is, I don't think Colton likes me very much. (laughs) So back in 2016, during the Summer Olympic Games in Rio, right, he made a video saying that he thought uh, USA gymnast Ellie Raceman was uh, beautiful and that he would like to take her out on a date, right? So that went viral. And so at NBC Sports Bay Area, we decided to do a fun story about that, right? And coincidentally, there was a gymnastics event happening in San Jose later that year. And he hoped, okay, if she's in town, maybe I could take her out on a date then, right? And my jerk self, because by the way, this is during training camp. <laughs> my jerk self asked, well, what if you don't make the team? Dang. <laughs> and, and, he, and he didn't like that at all. And I think it just came out wrong. And it's funny, though, because um, guess what? He got cut, <laughs> so he didn't make the team. Dang, that's cold. I know. Either way, though, jokes on me. They ended up dating for a year, so they made it happen either way. I, but you're not surprised, right? Because yeah, I've said some off the wall stuff. In, no, in my no, no. I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. No, <laughs> not at all. So when I saw him like on the Bachelor for Becca season, it's actually the Bachelorette. That's who he got dumped by. Um, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I know that guy. Oh my god, that guy doesn't like me. And now he's the bachelor and he probably can give two craps about me. So anyways, do you, do you even know the premise of that show? No, I mean, you just shoot us. It's a bunch of girls, right, that you try to get to know, right? And you basically... Within weeks it. and fall in love and then try to propose after like a month. Yeah, you just basically pick one that you think you clicked with and all that type of stuff and loved and like a little bit more than the rest of them. And you pick them and they win, right? And then you just date and hopefully get married. Well, here's the thing. It's only like five or six weeks, I think. And by the end of that, you're supposed to know if you want to propose and marry this person. Do you think that is even humanly possible? Um, you know, they say love at first sight sometimes, but I say absolutely not. No. <laughs> marry somebody in five weeks, absolutely not, man. And then if you do do that, I mean, once you guys live together and all that, I promise you it's going to be a quick <laughs> proposal quick marriage whatever it is now the last thing i have to say though the biggest problem i have with the show is i think it is so freaking disgusting that whoever is the bachelor or bachelorette or whatever they make out with multiple people in like the same night they're basically (laughs) swapping spit they're swapping germs with each other i freaking think that is so gross like i really hope I don't know. After each person they kiss, they're allowed to go and brush their teeth or something. The only the only thing I'm going to say is that's gross. If Flavor Flav, if Flavor Flav could do it. (laughs) okay. see, I can't with you. 
anybody else can do it, man. I mean, Flavor Flav was, I mean, all over them girls. Them girls was all over him. I mean, if, they, if he can do it, then, you know, the Bachelor's all right, man. But, yeah, just hopefully, hopefully you got a, hopefully you got a little breath mint in your mouth or something. Your breath no, but that's good, so gross. Breath no, so let's just say you're vying for a girl's heart, right? And you make out with that chick, and then another, or, or someone makes out with that chick, and then you go behind to, like, talk to them or whatever next, and then... Yeah. You make out with her. You're basically making out with that dude. That's so disgusting. Fallon, it's for TV. But Fallon. it's real life still. <laughs> it is still real life. It's a TV. You know what? People got have gotten married and have had kids off this dang show. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's pretty good then, man. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, like, shoot, five weeks and you get married and proposed and all that. You're not making it. I mean, shoot, you ain't live with this girl. You all know. You're not making it. There are some success stories, but a lot of them, though, have uh, broken up, obviously, like, after the yeah. show. But uh, but there are some that have gotten married, like I said, and had kids. So Always a diamond in the rough now. Anyways, I think that's going to do it uh, for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out BlueWirePods.com to see what else we got going on. A lot of new guys have joined our team, so check it out. Fallon, um, I want to ask you something now real quick. Oh, gosh. Okay, Sorry. go ahead. It's fine. All right. So, um, even though, back to a football question. Oh, gosh. Here you go. No, no, no. No, even though the Super Bowl's over, I still think this is kind of debatable. Uh, I've been hearing that uh, Julian Edelman as a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. Do you believe Julian Edelman is a Hall of Fame wide no, receiver? We already talked about this. No. I mean, obviously we didn't talk about it on the pod. Yeah. But we what we discussed was that you and him have similar numbers. Damn it. So if he's a Hall of Famer, then you're a Hall of Famer. That that's all I wanted to get you to say. Because I wanna I wanna I wanna go jacket. I mean if they don't give him out, can I have one? You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, I think I'll look nice in the gold jacket. I'm just saying if you're gonna give him out, you know, I mean pass him out to the right people then or give them to everybody. I mean he has a good story obviously when he wasn't highly recruited, et cetera, and blah blah yeah, I mean, blah. We are, I mean there's a lot of us out there who weren't highly recruited. Exactly. You know, it happens like that. But uh that's it. that's all you wanted? You wanted to make sure that I said that? Okay. Yeah, that's it. I just wanted to kind of put my bid out there for a gold jacket. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is done. Now, this is officially going to do it for uh, this episode of Keeping It at 300. I hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, check out bluewirepods.com to see what else we got going on. And also, don't forget, if you haven't done so already, please rate us and write a review. For James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace.